Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey friends, this is Megan Helica here. Welcome back to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is episode number 112, Reaching for Gratitude. Before we dive in, I just want to ask you to rate and review this show so other people can find this podcast and so other moms can get the help and support, especially if you have found this podcast helpful, if you found that the tools and ideas and the things I offer on here have helped you feel less alone, if they've helped you learn how to carry grief, learn like how to feel emotion, how there's nothing wrong with you, that grief is normal and that your response to grief is normal. So just go rate, review, and subscribe to Gravy Mom's podcast so other people can find it. That means the world to me. Um, so let's dive into reaching for gratitude. Before we dive in, I just want to say you do not have to find meaning in your loss. You don't have to look for the joy and the lessons. You do not need to do anything. I just want to say that first. But if you choose to, you can begin to reach for gratitude. You can look for gratitude in the things you can be thankful for. And I want to kind of dive into why I practice gratitude and um, why I think it's important to. Um, I'll just share my experience as well. So imagine that gratitude is like practicing a muscle, uh, like practicing a muscle, like strengthening a muscle, practicing feeling. I th I'm thinking of like practicing feeling gratitude in your body, but you're like you're strengthening a muscle, doing a workout, moving it again and again. It's like you practice thoughts of gratitude, practice feeling the gratitude in your body. I often do a gratitude practice with the moms that I coach. So often we can get stuck in cycles of either resisting the pain and not moving through and processing the pain, or we can resist feeling more positive emotions like gratitude. Um, so this is why I do both, because I've seen both where we resist the pain, and we don't want to sit in the emotion of the sadness or the anger or the pain, whatever it is that's coming up for you. But we can also resist feeling gratitude because underneath that might be like, I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be grateful. I don't, I don't deserve anything good in my life. I want you to notice that you might have some resistance to me even bringing up gratitude. Notice if you have that resistance and do that without judgment. You don't have to judge yourself. Just notice your resistance to feeling gratitude or not and ask yourself why. Like, why are you resistant? What's underneath that some ideas I could offer, like like I was saying earlier, because you you don't deserve to feel joy, because like you need to suffer, 
because maybe it feels like if you feel joy or gratitude that you're not grieving and that you're kind of moving on and that's like the one of the worst terrifying horrible things to even think about so i want to offer to you that just because you are grieving doesn't mean you can't practice feeling gratitude sometimes it can feel like if you practice gratitude you are no longer grieving and maybe people can view you from the outside like if they see you saying something that like you're grateful for this or you're so thankful for this that they kind of are like oh good they're doing better she must be doing better she's kind of moving on and and like getting over it and getting back to her normal self and whatever and that can be scary like that's not how it is and it can be scary to think that people think you're moving on and I know that's kind of like a lot of words but it's scary to think that other people think you're doing okay if you have periods of feeling grateful. But just because you are grieving doesn't mean you can't be grateful. And just because you're grateful doesn't mean that you're done grieving. So just remember that, that grief and gratitude can coexist together and they don't have to cancel each other out. I think that's kind of like a a weird thing that it feels like if you feel gratitude that like oh maybe I'm done and I'm never going to feel pain again and I'm like I'm going to forget and I'm going to move on and I'm going to like quote unquote get over it but they can totally totally coexist I am not trying to use gratitude in any way to cancel out grief but to support your life and mental health and being able to feel it in your body and practice thoughts of joy and gratitude um, if those are not coming naturally to you or they're not like even available to you right now. So how do you do this? How do you even begin to feel grateful, especially when you feel so horrific, so awful, so like heavy and hopeless when your child dies? So when you first start practicing feeling gratitude in your body, it can feel really hard like like it's not working you're trying so hard to feel in your body and nothing is coming it's like just empty or maybe it's only sadness or anger is there but I really want to encourage you to not give up to just keep trying one thing I encourage my moms to do is to set a timer for three minutes a day three minutes it's not very long but you can begin to have space and time to practice feeling gratitude it's like your gratitude muscle, like I was saying, you don't need to force it or push it. It's like you're opening up to the gratitude and letting it come in instead of trying to push it in, trying to like, you're like trying to grab it and like, come on, I just want to feel it. It's like, no, instead of that energy, you're like soften into it. You allow, you practice just being open to it. So I would highly encourage you to do that as well. Take three minutes a day and practice feeling gratitude in your body. Get to know it, just like all the emo- the other emotions that you have. I talk a lot about feeling your emotions, getting to know them, but with gratitude as well. Notice the color, the sensation, the spot that it is in your body, how it moves, all of it. Like Get really present with what it feels. The beauty of practicing gratitude, of practicing feeling it, is it helps fuel you to take action from gratitude. Sometimes when you feel the gratitude in your body, 
it's easier to reach for thoughts that increase and deepen that feeling in your body. So remember, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. And on top of all of this, and like our experiences, is the lens in which we view the world. Someone who has a lens of which they see gratitude, they, it's like their lens of gratitude, they're looking at the world, they will see an event, an experience completely different from someone who has a lens of criticism or victim mentality or like, woe is me. I'm not saying one way is either way is right or wrong. It's just two completely different lenses and two completely different ways to respond to the things that we experience in our lives. So quick disclaimer, please don't use this episode and these ideas, my ideas that I'm sharing to push down grief and only look for good in the way that you miss out on processing the emotions of pain and grief and don't use it to say that we shouldn't grieve or have pain because we should always be grateful. It's not, that's not what I'm talking about at all. It's a way of feeling gratitude and moving back and forth from pain to joy to sadness to gratitude as it ebbs and flows in your body. It's like allowing that space for the pain, but we don't need to just allow space for the pain. We also have to allow space for the joy and the gratitude. So if you have a lens of gratitude, you can begin to think more thoughts of gratitude, which bring a deeper emotion of gratitude. And then you take action from that place of gratitude, which just breathes more reasons to be grateful for. It's a weird cycle that our brains do that the more we think grateful thoughts, the more grateful ones come to our minds easier. Like you don't have to try to think of them. You don't have to try to find them. Um, they like come a lot naturally and a lot more naturally and easier because you're practicing that. And the more we focus on the negative and the problems and the things that are wrong, the more we see the problems and the things that are wrong. It's it's actually really amazing. And as I have noticed this in my life, it's been incredible to become aware of how often I will focus on the negative or the problem or whatever. And when I can reach for gratitude, how much easier things start to like I can see the joy in my own life. I can see the joy for other people because I'm practicing it myself. So just to take an example from the, the other direction of like pain, like if you are feeling guilt and you think that you, you know, like it was your fault that you're the reason that your child died, you have that guilt and you feel that in your body, it's easier and easier to cycle through more and more reasons why you were at fault and why you should feel guilty. You're in that space of feeling guilty. Also, I, I'm, <laughs> I can almost say I'm quite positive that anyone who's listening to this has been in that cycle of feeling that emotion, getting, and all of a sudden they just keep spinning and spinning and finding more and more and more reasons to feel the guilt, why it was your fault. Like your, your brain focuses on that and you find all those reasons. It's not hard to find them. It's not hard to look for them. And this is the same with gratitude. The more that you practice it, the easier it gets and the easier thoughts uh, and feelings and like they come easier when you practice it. You find things to be grateful for without having to force it because you're practicing it. The grateful thoughts breed more grateful thoughts. So as you begin to notice and practice feeling gratitude in your life, I want you to remember these few things. 
Number one, this is a practice, not a competition. And it's not something that needs to be forced. It's really gentle and you allow it and open your body up to the possibility of feeling gratitude. It's not forcing. It's not shoving. It's like opening up and practicing. Number two, feeling true gratitude is not toxic positivity. That's not what I'm talking about at all. It's allowing yourself to feel and find the things in your life to be grateful for, but also allowing complete space for the pain and grief that child loss has brought into your life. So it's holding space for grief and gratitude that they can coexist together. And number three, practice feeling gratitude three minutes a day and don't give up if you don't feel it right away. Just please give yourself the space and the practice. This is completely normal. If you don't feel it right away, it's it definitely is like a muscle maybe that hasn't been worked. And as you keep allowing and opening up to it, it can definitely get easier. So as always, I'm holding you in my heart and thinking of you every day. You got this, my friend, just one small step at a time, one little moment at a time. And if you want to dive deeper and have more guided support, I have a program called Stop Talking, Start Feeling that helps you learn how to feel and process emotions in your body. There are tapping videos for sadness and guilt, and it shows you how to carry your grief instead of moving on from your child. I know that it's not something any of us want to do is move on. And if we want to live again, we have to learn how to carry grief. So I have gotten so much positive feedback from this mini course, and I hope you'll give yourself the gift of learning about grief on a deeper level so you too can learn to carry your grief. If you want to join that mini course, you can go to www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. And otherwise, until next week, take care. Well, this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over. You can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope and life after loss and to know that they are never alone. Mm-hmm.